Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Two lifelong Houston sports guys named Adam talking your team. World Series! Adam Clanton and Adam Wexler are the A team. Four o'clock on a Tuesday here on the A team with the uh, show off yesterday on Labor Day. We have Ben Verlander joining us today, of course, from the Flippin' Bats podcast, which Ben, I can no longer say, I don't believe, is your sole podcast. You got a co host. I do have a I do have a co-host, uh, Alex Curry. I'm pumped about it. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited. It's just, uh, yeah, you know, it is still flipping back to Ben Verlander, but it's just nice to have somebody to um, bounce off ideas. She's obviously uh, been in the game for a while. She was Angels uh, field reporter for 10 years. So Mike Trout's rookie season was her first year with the Angels. Uh, so she's been around them a lot. Uh, L.A. person, did stuff with the Kings and hockey, so uh, pumped to have her. Who has Flippin a bigger Bats crush? podcast with Ben Verlander featuring Alex Curry, special guest co-host Alex Curry. Is this like Heather Locklear on Melrose? That's, that's a good question. We haven't quite figured out the title, but the question of who has the bigger crush on show has definitely got to be me, right? All right, well, let's start there, and we'll get to the Astros and, and the guy on the Astros who idolizes Justin Verlander, because it's not you, it's Hunter Brown. But Shohei Otani and Aaron Judge really did a lot, probably over the last five weeks, to state their case. Uh, the Yankees basically cannot score runs unless Aaron Judge is a part of it, whether knocking himself in or making a play to get a run in. And Shohei's playing the best baseball, arguably, of his entire career. He just surpassed Jordan Alvarez for second, way distant second, to your, to uh, Judge in homers. And he's pitching lights out and seemingly every time he's out there. Faced the Astros this past weekend and did just that. Um where do you think things stand with the voters? Not your position, but with the voters. You know, it's it's an interesting question, obviously. I think this MVP race is, um, it might be the most difficult, it might be the most difficult vote there is. Because look, Aaron Judge is having the epitome of an MVP season. I mean, when you when you wonder what an MVP season is, just look at Aaron Judge's year. I mean... 300. He's on pace to break the all-time Yankees record, um, and, and you know, so the the numbers speak for themselves. Like it is that is the epitome of an MVP season. But how do you not vote for a guy like Shohei Otani, who, you know, it's impossible. I don't understand how you don't vote for him. So the voters are in a really tricky situation. I don't obviously know what's going to happen. I know what my vote would be. Everybody knows what my vote would be. But um, when all is said and done, I, you know, if I had to guess, um, if I did have to guess, I would say if Aaron Judge breaks the Yankees record, I think that gets him the votes to get it, which, you know, I don't know if I agree with because 
Shohei Otani is breaking a record every time he takes the field. Every time he hits a home run, every time he strikes out a guy, he's breaking his record that nobody in history has ever done. So I, I just think if, if this were his first year doing it, if he hadn't won unanimously last year and this were his first year, it'd be a different story. I just think people change it up. Uh, unfortunately, they start, you know, they start getting, I don't want to say bored of what he's doing. I just think it loses some of its, um, some of its gust, if you will, for, for what he's doing for both. But I think this year is arguably more impressive than what he did last year, and I don't see how you don't vote for him. Yeah, some idiot on ESPN said that they were going to give him a Cy Young vote just because there's no way he should be get sh- he should get shut out of all of the postseason awards or the uh, regular season awards, which was another dumb thing I saw. But I mean, I get it. it, it you know, it's pretty. People are pretty dug in on what Judge is doing from a from a hitting standpoint, but it's not just a home run thing. He's been a complete player and having his best season and all of that, and he's on a team that is still sort of winning, or at least more than the Angels. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. You, you know, with baseball, I don't think winning should matter for the MVP award, and, and obviously winning matters. But, look, you, you can't tell me that the Yankees wouldn't be just as good, if not better, if they had Shohei Otani on the team instead of Aaron Judge. And if Aaron Judge was on the Angels, they would still stink right now. That's just the truth of the matter. So one player can't carry a team. We've seen that with the, the Yankees' latest stretch. They – they're on their worst, you know, until their last couple of winning days. They're in the midst of their worst 50-game stretch since I've been alive. This was their worst 50-game stretch since 1991. And that's even further proof that one player can't carry a team because Aaron Judge was continuing to do what Aaron Judge does, and it's just hit better than anybody else. He's hitting over 300, all the home runs, obviously, and they weren't winning baseball games. So, I get tired of the team winning argument because Shohei Otani isn't the reason that the Angels aren't winning baseball games. In fact, if he wasn't on the team, they might be one of the worst teams of all time. So, you know, it's hard to put that uh, value argument on him. Of all time really drives home the point. We've seen a lot of the Angels this year, so we certainly don't disagree. Um, we know you you, uh, you talk to your brother every now and then, and you talk to him when he got hurt. On this next time you talk to him, will the conversation both be about how he's doing and then also, hey, Justin, there's this kid on your team who idolizes you. How old do you feel? I always thought it was cool that Verlander came here, your brother, and idolized Nolan Ryan, who was coming to games, sitting behind home plate, was part of the team. But Nolan Ryan was long out of baseball. Now Justin Verlander's still on this team, and he's got a pitcher in Hunter Brown who grew up in Michigan, grew up in Detroit, and is a teammate of his who idolizes him. Yeah, you know, it's a really cool story. It really is. I mean, just think about what you said. Like, Justin grew up idolizing Nolan Ryan, and he got the pitch in front of him in Houston. And for Hunter Brown to come up and... You know, this, it, you know, it was talked about even before this start when it was talked about in spring training, how, how much he's idolized Justin and he's crafted his mechanics after him and the side-by-side comparison is just incredible to see. And then for his first career start to come in an Astros uniform with Justin on the team standing, I don't know, probably 60 feet away from him, is, uh, it's really special. And for him to dominate the way he did, six innings, um, three hits, five strikeouts, no runs in front of Justin. It's just, it's a really cool story, and I was locked in, and 
Uh, I know Justin was pumped up watching him. I, I saw him speak uh, either today or, or last night and speak about Hunter and just how cool it is to watch him and how much he dominated. What do you think ultimately will be his role? I mean, that's a very loaded question and a very uh, difficult question to answer when you're talking about the type of talent this Astros roster has. But going into the postseason and all the decisions that you have to make as an organization, uh, put your whatever cap on, what do they do with a Hunter Brown and what do they do with some of the other pieces that are pitchers? Yeah, you know, you're asking noted uh playoff manager and playoff experience Ben Verlander here this question. So <laughs> you're asking the right guy here. Yeah. I if if you're in my opinion, you have all of these guys, you know, and, and what do you do starter wise in the playoffs? Well, you use four starters, tops, really. When it starts getting late into it, when you're getting into the ALCS, if you're backed against the wall, you're really using three guys. But let's for the sake of this use four. Okay, so then you grab your four starters. Then you then you can start bringing guys in out of the pen for long relief if you need to. And I think Hunter Brown can be a guy that is valuable to to the bullpen in the playoffs. You know, you see it all the time, but at playoff baseball, like you need guys that come in with stuff. Like that's how you get out the best of the best is by throwing a slider at ninety five point seven miles an hour like you did the other night, the second hardest slider all year behind Jacob DeGrom. I mean, that stuff plays. That's just ridiculous to even say. So think about being able to use him in relief in the bullpen. I mean, are you gonna? Are you saying he's going to be your game one, two, or three starter when you have Justin, Lance, um, Fromber? I mean, probably not. So you're, you're looking at him coming in out of the bullpen, I think, and being a dominant piece that can get you – one, two, three, four innings if needed. And, you know, I go back to what the, at the time, Indians used to do with Andrew Miller when he was at his dominance. He'd come in for two or three innings and just shut down a team, and he, he was built up like that. I think that could be a great role for Hunter Brown in the bullpen in the playoffs. So I'm interested to see how they use him. Obviously, I don't know, but, you know, you told me to put on my thinking cap, so I did. Well done. Much appreciated you. that you're a thinker while you're speaking with our listeners here in Houston. Justin uh, Verlander obviously trying to make his way back. The rest of the rotation continues to uh, pitch very well. Uh, we hit on the, the MVP race. The, the race, how seriously do you think really these five teams, two in the AL, I guess, the Astros and Yankees, and then three in the NL, the Mets, the Braves, and the Dodgers, are, are they, again, maybe more so on the National League side, like how hard do you think these teams are going to go the next 30 days, knowing that, for the most part, each of those teams, if you believe the Yankees have the division, they know where they're headed in terms of getting the buy or not and where they're going to be. How hard will they push to finish with the best record possible? Yeah, you know, I think in each league, the goal is, uh, getting a buy, so I think the Astros. You never want to say have it locked up, but I think it's a, a fair bet to say the Astros are going to end up with a buy. Then you look at the Yankees, and it's a little it's a little sketchier for them. The AL East is a little sketchier for them right now, honestly. So I, I look at the National League, and the Dodgers have one wrapped up, obviously, but. That other buy, I, I think it's really important. And, and I've mentioned it on here before, but I'm really interested to see how that buy works out this year because in years past, 
Um, a buy isn't necessarily a good thing in baseball. Now, it's not going to be a long buy. They're not going to be off for a week, a week and a half straight. It'll be a few days, but that's, that's different in baseball. The only time you're getting a few days off in a row is the all-star break. So, you know, you never really um, want that going into the playoffs, but obviously it's a benefit in the playoffs because you're not playing around and where it's do or die. So I, I think those teams are, are really going to go after those one or two spots just to get that by. And I think down the stretch here, especially in the National League, you know, you mentioned Dodgers, Mets, Braves. That NL East is going to be a dogfight. And, you know, it's sitting at a game right now, which is wild. It was, it was up to like 12 games earlier in the year. And that's by no means something that the, the Mets have done poorly. It's just the, the Atlanta Braves have been the best team in all of baseball since June 1st, and that's how well they're playing. So uh, I think any of those three teams, I'm really excited about the, the National League playoffs just because I think there's three teams that can legitimately make it to the World Series from that side. And, uh, yeah, I think September is going to be quite the stretch. Should be a whole lot of fun. Always appreciate it. I uh, know you got a lot of good things coming on uh, Flipping Bats with Alex joining the fray. Anything in particular this week? Yeah, I've got a good one tomorrow. Speaking of the Braves, have John Smoltz on tomorrow. So uh, I- I'm really excited about that. Speaking of idols, Hunter idolizing Justin, Justin idolizing Nolan Ryan. I grew up the biggest Atlanta Braves fan in the world, just being from Richmond. Their AAA team was 10 minutes from my house. They were on TBS every single night growing up. I grew up a huge John Smoltz fan. So now to have him on my own show where I talk about baseball, is uh, that's really special for me. So I might not be getting to start on the mound in front of my idol, but I get to have him on my show for Fox Sports. And, uh, well, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, tomorrow's John Smoltz, and uh, it should be a good episode. Now, as difficult as it is to uh, admit this, he has been fantastic as an analyst, even though he tortured the Astros many times during the postseasons and the Braves did in general over the years. A lot of heartache there. But, yeah, he he is one of the best, if not the best, at what he does in Major League Baseball. So it should be a good conversation, as was this one. Ben, we appreciate the time. We'll catch up again next week. Sounds good. Always appreciate it. All right, Ben Verlander here on Sports Talk 790. We've got our signature segment coming up next here on the A-Team. But before that, I want to tell you guys about how I got to work today, how I got around town all weekend, and how I love to get around wherever I'm going. It's in that ZR2 Chevy Silverado edition from Classic Chevy in Sugarland and Classic Chevy Highway 6. More inventory than anyone else out there right now. And if you're in the market for any kind of vehicle, whether it's a Silverado, ZR2 edition or otherwise, or anything else they've got, they've got more than anyone else. And they're the GM dealer of the year, 12 years in a row and counting. Classic Chevy in Sugarland, Classic Chevy Highway 6, both owned and operated, a family-owned and operated business by Jeff and Tiffany Sebastian. Uh, a couple days ago, it was a Sunday, which meant that uh, Classic Chevy Highway 6 was open for your convenience. Just one of the perks they have available to you over on the west side, the Sugarland location, getting that hardware year after year after year. They've got you covered from the sales staff to the service crew and all points in between. When you walk through the door, you're going to see what it means to relax and enjoy the difference. Tell them Adam Clanton from Sports Talk 790 sent you in to Classic Chevy in Sugarland or Classic Chevy Highway 6.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.